0: Hi, and welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode 402. I am your sleepy host, uh, Chris Truscott-Brown. Thankfully, I have much more interesting people joining me today, Uh, like... Where are they? Uh, Well, that was one of them. Hello, Peter. And that was the other one. Hello, Emily.
1: A slightly less Muppety version of Chris. (laughs) Uh, I'm not Muppeting yet, but I'm
0: probably going to soon. Oh!
1: Oh, that that hurts. speaking <laughs> speaking
0: uh actually of muppets.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: I had a thought the other day. Hmm. So Uh-oh. in addition to Wordle, I have also been playing daily a dirty version called LudoL. It's exactly the same thing, but uh, it's all dirty words. Uh, Usually penis is my starter word. It's a good starter word when you have to do dirty words. Um, But the other day, uh, it came up with gonzo. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with gonzo in a dirty concept, but uh, gonzo is a type of pornography started to uh, get popular in the 70s and just increased from there. Gonzo yeah, like porn, Gonzo's journalism. Gonzo porn is basically just straight-up fucking. There's no plot. There's no, like, story build-up. <laughs> it's just, like, it's go time. There's sex happening on camera now. For so, those
1: of you who don't get Playboy for the articles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, that got me thinking, though. Because Gonzo porn is a genre...
1: There should be if like
0: you, I don't know if you have a puppet fetish, and you want to find porn of the Muppet Gonzo, that's probably be really, really difficult,
2: waste. isn't it? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> now, sure you, could, it you is. could just look. Well, because Gonzo was based on. I'm disappointed that the... these
1: people can't find it, but also <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not
0: going to go trying your... because I might find some Can... and then I'd have to see it.
2: Did you guys not hear me? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Because like I, I was trying to say, literally trying to say like, and I got like half my sentence out. In the... Anyway, uh, I was gonna say because Gonzo's based on Cigar Box um Frackle from uh, the Great Santa Claus Switch. So just look up Cigar Box Muppet porn, and I'm sure you'll get something.
0: I'm unfamiliar
2: with this. Uh... Frackle Rock. <laughs> well, the Frackles became the Fraggles. Like they oh, took yeah. the name from the Santa, Frackle. and they you know they kind of. But then they, of course, created the fraggles from scratch still. It was it was a whole thing. Huh. Jim Henson likes to reuse a lot of ideas. Not sure. I mean, Miss Piggy... I did
0: not know the origin of this.
2: Huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And Miss Piggy was originally just meant to be a pig that was trying to um, upstage... Uh, I can't even remember. The... I think it was Mia Farrow.
1: Yeah, it actually started Bad. with them like just messing around with one of the pig puppets in the back. They put a wig on it, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they started like developing that character. And yeah,
2: it was because it was season one of the Muppets show that you it became decided that she was going to be in love with Kermit. <laughs> and from there, uh, anyway, this has been uh, Muppet podcast. Uh, do you yes. want to get to that special time?
0: Uh, what time is that, Emily?
1: Big song. They
0: my theme song dance okay with that out of the way uh peter you had uh you had an interesting uh local story
2: you wanted to bring Do you want up? me to start with the one on monday or the one on tuesday because the tuesday one is the is the thievery and the monday one is just the sheer insanity
1: i mean the thievery i can throw thiever, in my thievery the story thievery
0: as well is one i'm familiar with um I live in exactly. West Kelowna, but I work in Penticton, so I'm not aware of anything going on on Monday. But uh, all
2: right, let's. But
0: let's do. Actually, the Emily, let's
2: start with the, let's start with the Monday thing because that'll lead into your thing better, as well as the just general thievery. Okay. okay. Yeah, that gives you some idea of what we're dealing with here. So Monday, um. <laughs> One of the major roads out of like, so the main road that goes through Kelowna, for those who are unaware, is Highway 97. It goes straight through the middle of town, got traffic lights all over it, it's not a great highway as a result. It's a terrible highway. Yeah, BC does this a lot with their highways, it's really annoying. Only a handful of highways don't have traffic stops at some point. I mean, like, even Highway 1 um, in Revelstoke has, like, three or four traffic lights, and that's supposed to be the Trans-Canada Highway, the greatest highway of them all. Yeah. And they put traffic lights on it in Revelstoke. Uh, They're idiots. Mm -hmm. Anyway. (laughs) So, what are the other main roads?
1: It's like basically not even considered a highway if it has a traffic light for us. Yeah, could you imagine
0: (laughs) traffic lights on the interstate? Uh, Does it happen often? The closest
1: thing we have is kind of what I would more refer to as a freeway where it's sort of mm. like an in-between before you get to the yeah. highway and, like, city streets. So you might have traffic lights, but they're usually far in between and the speed limit's still pretty high. And there's yeah. usually yeah. not a lot of, like, driveways and cross traffic. Our um,
0: main highway just goes right through the center of town. Uh, traffic lights and speed limits at 50, uh, which, kilometers, not miles. So,
1: right. not great. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But anyway. Than anyway, miles
1: per hour, but still. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, um, so one of the other major roads in town is Glenmore, and that takes you straight north without having to loop around town a bit first to give you some idea. So it's a major it's a major road a lot of people take, especially to go north to Vernon, especially if they want to avoid going on the highway because the highway is always so crowded, especially with all the traffic lights. Yeah. Uh, so around eight thirty Monday morning, uh, my time is a little rough. A rather peculiar incident occurred. A truck clipped an SUV and then promptly crashed. Uh, No major injuries from the crash itself, but what happened next was pretty insane. The guy got out of the truck, had a gun, some sort of rifle. I think it was. I was. It was described as a long arm, which I usually makes me think rifle, Mm because I'm pretty sure it wasn't a shotgun. They would usually say it was a shotgun, because shotguns are technically the long arm, but it's yeah.
0: I would guess um, rifle.
2: Yeah. No idea what kind, but apparently and like this happened near a school by the way. Oof. So extra fun. And he proceeds to try to carjack someone else. Uh, so a couple of people who are witnessing this going truck. on. Yeah, the guy the guy in the truck with the gun decides to try to carjack someone else.
1: Okay. And So p- just to be clear, do we know pickup truck or is it more like a like commercial truck?
2: Pickup Pickup,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, this is all this is all civilian vehicles.
0: I heard gotcha. people talking about this. I didn't realize it was in Kelowna. People in Penticton well, were no, talking about this.
2: Well, we'll get to that because this this doesn't this continues for a while, Chris. Okay. This is this might might not be why you didn't realize this all came together. So this happens in Glenmore. Uh, a couple of people try to tackle him. Thankfully, he while well, he has a gun, they're able to make him fire shots into the air. I, I think there was a, there might have been a pistol too. I know the news articles always talk about a long arm weapon. It's hard to say. It's been hard to get concrete information because it's been coming out piecemeal mm-hmm. over the past few days. Uh, but the point is, shots fired near a school, so that was scary. Thankfully, it was in the air, so hopefully it didn't come down on anybody, not that we know of. Uh, and eventually, the two people who tried to stop him got pepper sprayed. Thankfully, they didn't they didn't get shot. Um, and the guy stole another truck and ran away.
1: Great.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he got as far as West Kelowna, so he managed to get out of Glenmore, get down to the highway, get on, get over the bridge, and on the road to West Kelowna. Because, like, once you cross the bridge, there's sort of the not quite what used to be kind of Kelowna, but now I think it's still considered West Kelowna. Now, I believe basically everything yep. across the bridge is considered West Kelowna, right, Chris? I believe so. Yeah,
0: I consider it that. I I don't know uh, what the official. <laughs> Lines yeah. Are. But my point is
2: it's essentially a suburb so. rather over than over the
1: river at that point, right? Or yeah.
2: Sorry. I don't know. It's, it's over the it's on the other side of the lake, but like it used to be this kind of suburb area was considered Kelowna, and it wasn't until you got further into like the new urban center that was considered uh well West Bank at the time now it's West Kelowna. Sure.
1: Okay. Hmm.
2: <clears throat> but the point but the point is sure as he was getting into the what, the central metropolitan area that's when the RCMP headed him off and there was a big crash on the highway again uh, and t- RCMP tactical units swarmed the guy. So we got some crazy dash cam footage. I don't have the link handy. I should have had the link handy for this. But this led to a, like, a huge police takedown at like 11 o'clock in the morning right in the middle of the highway. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's crazy. Uh... Did they figure out why like a simple car crash and then suddenly uh like you're you might
2: have to I
1: mean I'm assuming he intentionally crashed in order to do this now
2: No no he didn't he didn't for looks of things he didn't intentionally crash but when he crashed he was like oh god I need a new vehicle carjack someone else kept going, then crashed that vehicle well, when the police took I him wonder... down. I wonder...
1: Maybe he already had some sort of, like, warrants or something? Yeah, I wonder I if I think he's, he
2: was already he, planning to do
0: something or fleeing something. If he's already wanted or he's in possession of something he knows he's gonna get in trouble for, like, there's no reason to escalate a simple car accident into carjacking and, like, weapons in, fired in public and, like, you're just getting yourself in so much more trouble... He's got to have already been in trouble and it, just trying to least, get away from it. I mean, sounds or like he was rolling least.
2: in with at least two guns as well as pepper spray. So he was clearly ready to fuck something up.
1: Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Man. But. Well, I'm glad that, you know, things didn't turn out worse than they did, you know.
2: Yeah, right. But I mean, I, get, I joked about this at the time. I was like, hey, uh, I think we're importing America's problems.
1: <laughs> Please yeah. get them out of here. Wait, no, well, don't take them. Their, They're bad. You don't want One to. of the
2: jokes is Kelowna is um, Canada's Florida. And that whole sequence <laughs> felt very Florida. It's and so not that's a good segue. That's a good segue for the next story, yeah, which yeah. Emily <laughs> will be able to bounce off this. So we got to get to this. This is a shorter one, though. Uh,. So in a which is down near the border, it's about I want to say an hour and a half south of Kelowna.
0: Yeah, something like that. It's because
2: uh, just... it's about an hour been ticket. It's about a half hour south from there. Maybe yeah, a bit over something a half like hour. That. It's not an even number. No, <laughs> it's a whole thing. But down there, there was um, a house being built, and they were going to install a hot tub. And then caught on camera were two blokes who. Stole the hot tub. Just picked up. I just and... want
1: you guys to know that I tried really hard to find a gif or gif, however you prefer saying it. Uh, I say it the correct. GIF. way yeah, um, yeah, I say gif. Yep. Of uh the sketch from Kids in the Hall where they steal the old lady's gazebo. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, that would be a <laughs> Yep. Well, this this whole thing, I'm just like, who's dealing in black market hot tubs? <laughs> right? But it's not like
0: it has like, a serial number on. Like, you can install it. I not file like, the serial number like, off of You can like, install it in your backyard and be like, yeah, I bought a hot tub. Check it out. Like,
1: But like, it, again, but I referring mean, back to the My Gazebo sketch. If, if just, you, 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 you don't, don't go it to your buddy yourself...
0: If you go your to Your friends are going to know you're a dirtbag. No, if you go to your buddy's house and there's a hot tub set up in the backyard that wasn't there before. Oh, hey, you got a hot tub? Yeah, just a little while ago. It's pretty sweet. Okay. You're not going to be like, now, did you steal that hot tub? You're just going to be like, oh, cool, you got a hot tub. Awesome. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. It's easy enough to get away with.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's so bizarre. Just like the most... And it, the very I, again, I...
1: Yeah, it's and it's just something, it's not, like, a package off of a porch where, like, it's small enough in theory that, like, you could just be opportunistic. Like, you have to plan to steal a hot tub. I know, because, like, I, um... I mean, this at least is Kelowna. Like, like, come I... up with the means to transport it within the time of, like, opportunity that you yeah. see it available, right? I, <laughs> I mean, um... people
2: people around here have stolen bikes, they've stolen cars, they've stolen boats. Yeah. Boat theft is always impressive to me as well. Well, especially but to steal lock,
0: used to, Hot tents on the boat. I used to work on uh, like at the Kelowna Canadian Tire. I was hiding that fact when I worked there, but it's been long enough. I don't care. Um, <laughs> there was always a story and it was never really clear if it actually happened at that store or another one. But in the sports department uh... A couple guys, like, they actually checked on the cameras later, uh, and these two guys just walked in, walked back to the sports department. Each of them grabbed uh, one end of the 20-foot canoe. They both picked it up and then just walked Walked straight out the door with it. it. And it's like there was no hesitation. It was just in you go, grab the boat, out you go, and... It was just like, ah...
1: Sometimes people are just so confident about something they're doing that they can convince you that they're supposed to be doing it. (laughs) Yep.
0: That's why Uh, I think with a hard hat and a clipboard, you can get just about anywhere, especially if you have a high-vis vest on.
1: I worked at... uh, Well, I've worked at a couple of different pet stores before I got into veterinary medicine. Um, At one point, I worked for... Uh, Petco, and I was a cashier primarily, and uh, some guy came in and was, did not see me because I was bent down taking care of one of the rabbits that we had uh, that required medication, and uh, uh, I look over, and this guy is at the third register, and he's got his back to the register, but he's, like, in the place where the cashier would stand, on that side of the counter. And he's clearly trying to pick the lock to the cash register. And so I stand up, and I he's say, like, can uh, I help excuse you? Excuse me. <laughs> and he's like, oh yes, I was just uh, trying to find a bed for my new pet puppy, and he's holding <laughs> a dog bed in his hands and he says and I'm not sure if it's the right size hold on let me go get my puppy and you know I knew the guy was just leaving at that point I couldn't do anything about it nor are you supposed to do anything about it I just went to my manager in the office you know immediately because you know of course I know the guy's not coming back and I'm like "Uh, someone just tried to pick the lock. the third register we never used there were like three total and the The funniest part to me is, had he successfully picked that lock, there was not a tray of money in there. Like there was nothing in there. <laughs> that would have but been pretty. He great. didn't know that. Um, of all the ones that he picked, he picked the only one that didn't have any money in it. <laughs> but so we go back, and the the manager, he's like, Nah, like he's like, you're kidding me, and I'm like,
0: Check the tapes. No, I'm
1: I'm, I'm very serious. And he's like wait, are you serious? And I'm like, that's what I'm telling you. I'm like, you should probably call the police now. He's like, no. And I'm like, check the stupid tape if you don't believe it. So he (laughs) rolls it back. He looks. He's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He calls the police. They come down. They, like, talk to us. And, you know, they didn't see anyone. So, uh, you know. There's not a whole lot you can (laughs) do about it. But, you know, whatever. But it was just so, like, weird to me. I'm like, wow, so brazen. Just Walks into the store and starts trying to, like, pick the lock in yeah. the cash register.
0: But um hot tubs aren't the only thing being stolen recently. That's correct. Uh, because... uh, Peter, are you still there? Your image froze. All right, we lost Peter uh, I'm going to take
1: that and say Peter is not here at the moment. All right, um, well. In the meantime, I will let you guys know the other thing that was recently stolen which was that in denver colorado a box of human heads was stolen from a truck That um, just,
0: i read that story and it's just like yeah are we living in a like an alternate reality like that doesn't happen
1: yeah. Um. There's still a lot of questions, like why was the truck parked in the like residential area where it was, and like, did someone plan to steal human heads, or like, w- did they just think this they just box might have something <laughs> good in it, so they took it? You know, man, the surprise of that person take... <laughs> that opened the box.
0: Take first um, and find out what you scored later.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, was it more like a porch pirate type situation where it's like, you don't know what you're getting, but you just assume that it might be something good? Um,
2: it, it could be worse. It could be somebody who grossly misunderstood a, a turn of phrase or figure of speech. Which, you know, which whichever pun, you will insert your own pun here, you know, getting ahead in life, head up on the competition, so on uh... and so on. <laughs> They're getting some um, head, that's for sure. There's another one, thank you.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they... He um, heard
2: from his
0: friends how great it was to get head, so he thought he would try it.
1: <laughs> he give it a go. Uh, now he just needs some uh, shoulders. He, uh, yeah, they... Uh, last, that's all I've heard so far. I do need to look that up and see if I can find any follow-up of if they've found any more information. Yeah, because um, what
0: I read uh, said that they are not disclosing why there were a bunch of human heads in that truck in the first place.
1: Well, the the reason is it was being transported to a research facility. Okay. Um, They don't know why the truck was parked where it was at that time, or at least if there is any more information about it, they are not disclosing it at th- that time. But, uh, yeah, they're they're trying to figure out sort of the details of, like, how it led to yeah the the situation that it is now,
0: honestly, um, any situation where human heads get stolen, right, I want as much information on how to not let that happen again as I can.
1: I will say as someone, and in very much all seriousness, like I have told my family uh if I were to unexpectedly die tomorrow that I would heavily like to um them to consider donating my body to science. Um our local Cleveland Clinic Hospital will accept body donations and they will cremate you for free afterwards and you can either go back to your family or they'll inter you at the like big fancy cemetery that's like right around the corner from me. So uh, I think Inditec- honestly that's... that's
0: for the best and I I understand people that have qualms about it. I'm not going to say that they're wrong or criticize them, but I have no problems. Like, honestly, when I'm gone, I do not even remotely care what happens to my body because I'm not using it anymore. Just do what you want.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I don't have any, like, particular religious hangups about, you know, what's being done to my body and stuff. So if I can, like, help train a new doctor who has to go through their... You know, dissection or go to research or something like that. Like, great. So, I, I was
0: more thinking donate but, to a necrophilia party, but you, I, know, <laughs> with, you know, whatever floats your boat. Don't,
1: donate your body to science Peter, fiction. You're muted. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I absolutely Peter, you're still muted. say that this does no, I'm not. not. Oh, there you are. There we go. Uh, now I have to say though, to that this absolutely no, does not change uh my uh desire to donate my body in fact if anything i am only more invigorated to (laughs) donate my body to science and hope that i scare someone with my decapitated head head someday (laughs) i
0: have a mold of my wife's head on the uh the shelf back there
1: creepy i love it she made (laughs) it before we got married
0: (laughs) and it, it sits on the shelf and it's uh it's kind of freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you want to see it?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, one yeah.
0: second.
2: So, uh, on Sunday, Chris, Jamie, and I all went for a walk down yes. to the lake from his place. Because uh, it just kind spontaneously, you know. The whole time I'm just like, joke's on you, Chris. You love your wife. Because, <laughs> like, they were just. They were adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Is I that I can't wait for him to listen the, back uh, to this part. Is that where you got the picture? So that you oh yeah. And there's.
2: there's no, nice I should have got. I should have gotten a selfie of the three of us. Oh well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's no hair what? on it, but there she is. Yeah. And it it does. Wow, look that's freaky. Just like her. It's, it's pretty creepy. <laughs>
1: But it is very yep. creepy.
0: I can love wait, it so see much. Be right
1: back again. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to the weather getting nice, and we in April we will be in Florida, and we can yes. go on walkies, and it yes. will be fantastic. Oh
2: yeah, no, I I sent out a message to the group this reminding us that we should probably figure out what we're going to do, so we, in case we need to pre-purchase any tickets, because that is sounding likely.
1: Yes. Sounds like they're still I... cracking down on. Th- as far as the parks, I know I probably won't be doing any, um, mm. just budget-wise. So oh, I'm okay. going to be the person where, it, uh, yeah, it's as much about both being budget as well as just, like, you know, COVID precautions. Well, the
2: resort's to... got pools.
1: Right, exactly. And that's kind of what I figure is I'm like, I'm going to just chill around the resort a few days, you know? Um, and hey. anyone else who doesn't have the budget for it this year or doesn't want to go out during, can you know, is not feeling as... Adventurous during pandemic, you know. If anyone else wants to come, hit the pool with me. Yeah. You're more than welcome.
0: I do want to clarify uh, now that I'm back. I guess I yeah. should say the reason that we have her head on the shelf. No, no, no. no I, I want to keep it, it ambiguous. Absolutely okay.
1: not. <laughs> <All right. laughs> let me let me tell you about the you...
2: WWF, Chris. Uh This one too many <laughs> W's. Yes. Uh So okay,
1: the, I, this is wildlife. This, this,
2: Yes. Wrestling fund. <laughs> so, no, no, this is actually a placeholder, because I didn't know how to exactly introduce this segment, and I guess it could be the origin of Hulkamania is probably the most accurate way to describe this. Okay. Okay, so that's, this is this week's Wrestle topic, in case you those words haven't clued anyone in so far. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a bit about, uh, in particular, a, a sequence of events that are very fascinating to me. And I've always loved this about the history of wrestling. So Hulk Hogan got his start. Well, okay, maybe not his start per se, but he started to really come into prominence in the World Wide Wrestling Federation, which would later be known as the WWF, just the World Wrestling Federation, Mm -hmm. and later still become WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment.
0: As soon as the World Wildlife Foundation found out they were... Like, wait a second.
1: There yeah, was, that was like two t shirts for a while of two pandas wrestling and one yeah. of them has a like fold up chair and is about to like smack the other. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> well and their catchphrase was get the F out. <laughs> hmm. Because of course. Fun?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Anyway, um so at the time it was owned by Vincent J. McMahon, the father of the Vince McMahon we all know and despise uh, yeah, yeah i to, honest, like, have
1: mixed feelings about it. <laughs> i
2: i still don't necessarily 100 percent hate him but i kind of hate him as a businessman yeah and I, I i really want to retire at this point is probably the best way to put it fair. anyway uh because like you know old people becoming wildly out of touch he's 75 years old i actually you know really like,
1: like... Time to hang up the hat, sir. <laughs> I
0: like his heel character that we talked about last time. Uh, the character of Vince McMahon, I actually like. The actual person yeah. of Vince McMahon, he has done some terrible things.
2: <laughs> and, and like, this... this uh... His persona isn't much far that uh, far removed from the real him. It's His just, persona no was just
0: an excuse for him being like that, and then they're like, No, 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 it's a character yeah. as as was covered last week. So anyway, go on. Yeah, because we
2: talked about this with uh yeah, Bret Hart and everything. Uh, so I want to talk about a bit about what happened here. So Hulk Hogan, he by nineteen eighty, he was getting big in Japan. Uh for those who aren't familiar, the term Ichiban means number one, mm-hmm. which is why you know that the, one of the most common ramen is called Ichiban. It's number one ramen, and you can buy well, it almost anywhere.
0: So many products that are Ichiban because yeah, it's just the best.
2: <laughs> yeah, and this this was one of they called Hulk Hogan this in uh, Japan, and at the no time he was wants actually to be doing
1: Nibon <laughs> second <No>. best. <laughs> well, at the time he was also doing a
2: very a very interesting move because he was kind of doing what um, historic re- uh, noted historic wrestler uh, Stan. Hansen was doing. Stan Hansen was famous for doing lariats, which are like kind of like standing clotheslines. Yeah, and Hulk and Hulk kind of had a variation on this as well. Uh, so he was really good at it, and he was a big dude, right? And so he was getting big in Japan. He was getting big in the WWF, and then what happens is 1981, I believe it was. He ended up facing Andre the Giant in Madison Square Garden, and who should happen to be in the crowd that night? But Sylvester Stallone. Hmm. So anyone who's a movie fan, well, okay, movie fans may still not. Anyone, anyone who's familiar with Academy Award-winning franchises might start to have their ears pick up at that. And like, wait a minute, Sylvester Stallone and Hulk Hogan weren't they in a movie together? Yes. This is how Hulk Hogan got into Rocky Three as Thunderlips. <laughs> because Sylvester Stallone saw him wrestle under the giant, is like this guy's great, he would be perfect for my movie. Uh anyway. So Beautiful but here's the theater. kicker. Well done. Eh, I still think it's better than I some of the
1: knitting. Other.
2: <laughs> I think it's one of the better impressions I've done. Still not necessarily good though. Yeah. Eh, I give it a four out of ten. Anyway.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I'm not a good voice actor, so
2: Yeah. Uh so what this the, the the kicker here is that vincent j mcmahon did not approve of hulk hogan being in the movie it started to punish it's not him not up to him i know but he didn't approve of it and like he actually, still did the te- movie because he
0: technically did uh what was his last name Balea? Did terry Bulia? terry
2: ter- yeah
0: uh have the right to Hulk Hogan or did the WWF own the name Hulk Hogan cuz he was in that movie uh, as Hulk Hogan
2: No no he was in it at, yeah he was credited as I think as Hulk Hogan Yeah but um yeah he was he was uh as uh Thunderlips and <laughs> it was the whole thing The point is because Vincent J. McMahon was pissed he started to punish Hulk even though he had you know just had his match with Andre he won that, by the way, so the story that Andre was undefeated for 17 years going into WrestleMania 3 several years later is complete bullshit. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Anyway. <laughs> Why bother so with that, facts
0: when there's a great narrative, too?
2: <laughs> yeah. So what happens is Hulk ends up leaving the WWF and gets signed to the AWA, the American Wrestling Association. Now, we talked about them briefly in one episode. I don't think either it's of you were a on ago, it. Though. I I
1: was yeah. on that one. Maybe not.
2: Yeah, you might have been. Because they're the ones that did Wrestle Rock.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yes. This does sound familiar. <laughs>
2: the, the Wrestle Rock Rumble?
0: Sounds familiar, but I'm pretty sure I listened to that one. I don't remember if yeah, I was on it. Yeah, because
2: I showed it to Jacob and Jesse. Yeah. I know they were on it. I Emily may or may not have been on there. Anyway, yeah, I'm to the AWA to to sum it up, Vernon Gagne is a wrestler was a wrestler who I think it's I think he's dead. Um is a wrestler who really thought he was swell. So he created a company around himself as the champion and just constantly used it to stroke his own ego. And because he did this for so long, he was like I know what's best. And but he's like, "Hey Hulk Hogan, you'd be great." As a future champion, once I finally decide who who should be champion, now that I'm retired, maybe, uh, possibly, I may not be retired. Who knows? <laughs> so, so he, so he helps uh, Hulk Hogan create a um, a, a uh, babyface character. Like this is one of the key things here is Hulk Hogan becomes a babyface, and at this point, because he'd been a heel, mm-hmm. and while this is going on, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The son of Vincent J. McMahon, the one we know, mm-hmm. and, you know, have, have feelings up. about, yes, <laughs> this decides, I'm going to take the WWWF and go national. Nobody's ever done it before. I'm going to do it. And so one of the things he did was he needed a new world champion because they had, at the time, a guy named Bob Backlund who was very, um let me put it this way. He looks like he could wear a straw hat and a bow tie and it would fit. <laughs> you know and it's like yeah sure but it's like he's not exactly the, the the hero of the 80s that you need
1: right
2: you know he's like he he did wear a bow tie quite a quite a bit actually he's still alive i believe uh he still wears a bow tie a lot i'm sure <laughs> so <laughs> some say it, he's
1: still wearing bow ties to this day <laughs> yeah, he
2: probably he's, is
0: he's 72 years old but he's still alive
2: Yeah, he's still wiry, too. It's weird. Anyway, he ends up uh, losing the title to the Iron Sheik. And as that's happening, Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon lures Hulk Hogan away from the AWA. And then in Madison Square Garden, like maybe two months after the Iron Sheik won the title, he loses it to Hulk Hogan and Hulkamania begins. Yeah, and they did this bec- for two reasons. Boy, One, because Hulk Hogan, you know, looks like a big boy, and he looks like a muscular boy, and it's the '80s, and they're into that. And two, he has the star power from uh, being in Rocky Three, because that still- movie still made a lot of money. Never seen it. Mm. Well, because Chris, this is an important part of the story. You know who else was in Rocky Three? Nope. Besides Stallone. I do not, Mister T. Ah. So, <laughs> after Vincent uh, K- Kennedy McMahon continues to acquire more people from the AWA, this is the thing he did a lot. He took he saw the AWA and was like, "Oh, you've got a lot of talented people. I'm going to take this one and this one and this one and this one, and just leave you with the dregs." Yeah. Which led to the AWA folding in 1991 because they had no one credible to be champion anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so for WrestleMania, the big, big chance to really make the WWF, as it was now known, become the hallmark hallmark thing that it was, he decided to have Hulk Hogan team up with one of the most famous men of the 80s, Mr. T. Nice. So they had a tag team made, a, made event against uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. And uh Mr. Wonderful, Paul, Paul did, Orndorff. Did
0: Mr. T wear all of the chains, like even in the ring?
2: Not when he was actually wrestling. I believe he took him off. Ah, lame. pretty sure he was you shirtless.
1: Were... That's got to be a safety thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred like... percent.
2: You don't, I, I you don't want You don't want to be rubbing a bellies costume. with Mr. T, and, and you've suddenly got gold embedded in your.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The chains are just part of the costume.
2: Well, this is that was one of the whole reasons um, Stallone hired him for Rocky Three because he wanted he I think it was he was watching a documentary on the world's most badass bouncers or something, and Mr. T was working in yeah. a bouncer as a time. That's
0: where all the chains came from. Is these were chains that got confiscated or lost at the club, and each time, uh, like he found one, he just put it on, and he kept adding them and kept adding them, and eventually he was just the guy that had all the chains on.
2: Yeah, but no, Incredible. like. <laughs> the point of the story was to point out how Rocky III was a key part of the wrestling history, in particular, and how I it went it. from the WWF to the WWF.
1: Hmm.
2: So it's, it's and kind the of a AWA you know, doesn't exist you know. anymore. <laughs> yep. Well, just to give you a quick example of some of the people the AWA had, they had uh, Sergeant Slaughter, you know, who okay. ended up eventually getting his yeah. I, I he knew was a, him
0: as a WWF guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he 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 was in AWA for a bit, and uh, he also they also had uh, Sean Michaels. Oh, yeah. There's some other ones I could name, but there probably would be less recognition. But those are three Thank off you. the top of my head. Thank that, you, because yeah.
0: you understand the extent of my uh uh-huh. wrestling knowledge. Oh, I knowledge.
2: do. <laughs> oh, I do. I understand. Um, yeah. That's sh- but that is that story. Nice. You know, that's so support. much
1: expanding our wrestling knowledge once again
0: i know so yeah. much more about wrestling I, <laughs> thanks to I, these segments like legitimately no, i am learning a lot and i'm not even joking my
1: dad and yeah both my dad and i have had conversations about like yeah, i really don't care about wrestling but when T- peter tells it, it is pretty like interesting yeah. <laughs> like like it's not something i would normally like dive into but because i'm presented with these lovely weekly stories i get yeah. to <laughs> learn more about wrestling
2: oh man cuz there were some deep cuts going on in um AEW this weekend last weekend with the pay-per-view and it's just like man there's even limits to my knowledge cuz there there was bits <laughs> where they were making references and I'm like I have no idea what the references is yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah fair enough uh couple more topics on the list a uh, couple things Emily wanted to talk about uh
2: yep. how you doing so- tired muppet
1: I'm right. Alright. Yeah. No, you're you're Buffy's not looking muppety yet. In you're there fine. Pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Not See, you lazy. can't even fake it well.
2: No. Right. Can't even fake it well.
1: Well, I end up
0: sort of down here in the chair, and then I just sort yeah. of like drift. Away no, you don't even
2: of. Look, it's not even that your nose droops forward, and yeah, it casts a shadow like, over your so... eyes. And there's yeah. a
1: certain glassiness, glaziness to the eyes as well that you. I don't think you can reproduce. It's just
2: no. No, because with the bags, the nose, and the glassiness, <laughs> it makes him look like Sam the Eagle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see it.
2: With better hair. Yeah. You have better hair than Sam the Eagle.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Well, he's bald, guess, Chris. So American. I mean. <laughs> uh, so, Emily, you had something you wanted to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was actually a YouTube channel that I had previously come across, but was one that I haven't watched in quite a while and kind of rediscovered recently. Uh, And the name of the the YouTube channel is called Yes Theory. And their whole kind of philosophy behind it is uh, they encourage people to say yes to amazing opportunities and adventures in their life. Um, They are kind of part travel blog. They often... Uh, travel to crazy places and document their, their wild journeys. Uh, and in fact, one of the ones that I think I first saw of theirs uh, and really got me interested in their channel was, uh, I think the video is just called, like, traveling to the least visited country in the world or something like that. Uh, it was just something I think that just randomly got you know, algorithmed my way, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so this guy documents how he found out about this little country in the Southwest Pacific. Um, uh, And it's the country of Tuvalu, which is a tiny little middle of nowhere island that is 10 square miles Hmm. in total land mass. Uh, made up of like what eight type eight small of, islands, I uh, think.
0: like cultures and peoples. What was that? What type of cultures and peoples?
1: Uh, so they have their own language, as well as it sounds like pretty much everyone speaks English as well. Um, and they have very communal living. Um, like, uh, you know, they're, they're relatively modern, even though they're, they're quite separate. But for example, uh, just oh, traditionally, um, they sleep on...
0: ancestry, yes. looks like. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not sure exactly what kind of things you're interested in knowing, but, um, but yeah, like, you know, he's, it was just seeing really interesting cultural things like how because you might not have a plane come more than every three days to the island. Um, And most of the people coming on those are like related to the UN and stuff. They're not even like tourists or, or, you know, residents coming and going necessarily. Yeah. Uh, They, you know, at in the evenings when there is no planes, uh, they just turn the runway into like volleyball and soccer fields and stuff, and the whole like basically all the residents just come out because there's like, or at <laughs> least it, a bunch of the residents. Is it like there's when like you're 11, playing people? Is it like when you're
0: entire... playing street hockey and then it's like car and you move out of the way? It's just like you have a good party. <laughs> uh, plane. Except,
1: <laughs> except there's not a plane coming for another three days, so you're probably well, a good unexpected planes <laughs> yeah. that
0: would probably put a damper on the party.
1: True, I don't think they get them very often. Um, Fair anyways. enough. Anyways. <laughs> but, so I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole of of watching kind of the things that they've been doing. I, You know, pandemic and all sorts of other things happened in life. And so I kind of, you know, didn't follow up with what's going on with them lately. But I have to say that, man, like every single episode that I turn on is just another banger of a, a video. And I highly recommend watching them. Um, they actually, uh, one of the, you know, they, they started selling merchandise and, and stuff like that for their channel. And kind of one of their little mantras is, seek discomfort. Uh, basically saying that, you know, some of the most incredible experiences you'll have in life are when you leave your comfort zone, uh, essentially. Um it's you know it's just kind of a a neat philosophy and and I definitely recommend checking out um their channel.
0: Yeah, I uh I just made a note I'll check it out another
1: if time. If you want I'll send you uh the video that that I was talking about.
0: Sure, I would watch that. So uh, um, and then you've unless... been watching uh something else?
1: So, as, as you can see, I uh, have been I'm, I'm knitting as we speak. Obviously, the people listening cannot see it, but uh, I have been working on some items that I'm knitting for the Carbomb folks. And uh, while finishing them up, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. I watched Encanto, which was excellent, but I also still
0: need to get around to watching that.
1: I also binged two seasons of Letterkenny. Nice. And I have to say that I think, to be fair, is actually one of the less quotable things in there. I'm kind of surprised it's the one that's quoted so often, considering all the banger lines that show has.
0: (laughs) There's so many good lines, and I don't know, it's just... The, the alphabet
1: openings are always my favorite, yeah, it's and one a- of these days I will do an alphabet opening for this podcast.
0: Sounds good. I'll hold you to it. Um,
1: oh, absolutely. I'll start writing it now.
0: To Be Fair is something that comes up as kind of a response. Like, it's because of that show, I don't do it to be funny as much as I... Like it literally jumps to mind. If someone says "to be fair," yeah, I involuntarily like yeah, just yeah. <laughs> like reflexively "to be fair."
1: I, and I think that's that, why it's killed me so that... much. Is it's become so reflexive but, for a lot of people but that I'm there's like, like <laughs> it's
0: actually that's not doing it right because somebody says it, and then like the bit in the show, somebody says right. it. Everyone else. Everyone yes, else comes start... in. And yeah. they'll hold, like, to be fair, until <laughs> Wayne just zip. Like, there's always the cutoff by Wayne. It's like, okay, that's enough of that.
1: <laughs> right, uh, yeah.
0: That makes the bit. Uh, you won't have gotten there yet, um, but one of my favorite lines of the show mm-hmm. is when Squirrely Dan, he's, he's trying to make a point on something, but he's going on a bit too long. And Wayne interrupts. It's like... Okay, Dan, you're my friend, I love you, and I'm on your side, but you want to summit Mount Watcher Point any second now? <laughs> and summit Mount Watcher Point is is one of my favorite sayings. There's so
1: many just, like, little things in there, and they go by so fast. It's and, like, I'm sure I'll want to go back and re-listen to it at some and I point.
0: And I do also fall back on
1: from any From the t- very first argument between... The the Hicks and the Hockeys. Yep. I was like, yep. "All right, it's got me." Like... There's
0: there's one I'll find you because this was a YouTube show before it got made a real show. Uh okay. And there's one where uh, there it's sort of similar to that cold open with the uh the the Hicks and the hockey players, uh, but yeah. it's in one of the cornfields. And okay. There's some good lines in there, and that's actually uh, the origin of what has come up on the show several times. They're like, fucking ten-ply, bud. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I I will say that I I feel like if anything is going to become reflexively quotable to me, it's going to be I'm going to have to start telling people that I'm doing, oh, not so bad. <laughs> not so bad yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, and I also... Another one that's gotten into my regular vocabulary is going to need to take about fifteen to twenty percent off there, bud.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, can do. That's a big right, so now. for. <laughs> but yeah, um, yep. for uh, anyone else, like I wouldn't be surprised if my dad has not watched uh Letter Kenny. Well he's probably going to
0: now after hearing this.
1: Uh it yep. would not I also be a bad like... idea. He is not great at watching things, though, just because he's busy enough with other activities in his life. However, uh, Dad, because I'm pretty sure it is not on a platform that you have access to, but we do have a platform uh, that you could watch it on, please let me know. I'm sure I can hook you up with that if you (laughs) desire to watch it.
0: Where do you watch it? Because we do on Crave, but uh, I um, don't think that... Here's the
1: thing that I think is the worst part about this. A very, very Canadian show is on Hulu for us, which I was <laughs> like, that feels sacrilegious. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of American
0: shows actually end up <laughs> yeah. on Crave, uh, so it's yeah. kind of a good yeah. back and forth. No, I
1: just... But, I just, um... For me, it feels sacrilegious because there are a lot of good things on Hulu that I know Canada would love to see if they could get Hulu. Yeah, but well, a lot of them end up on Crave, though. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I just um, know that I've found a few things that a, a few Canadians have said, like, oh, I, did, I can't find this anywhere else. One... And I'm like, son of a biscuit.
0: <laughs> one more. Uh, <laughs> another one that I tend to uh, probably overuse is hooking my thumbs in my belt loops and telling people, I don't wear a belt because I buy pants to fit. No oh, pants that fit. That's
2: right. And then your um, pants don't fit once you rip your ass.
1: The other thing was that uh, I've I watched a few episodes past now, but uh, end of season two is the Saint Patty's Day, uh, <laughs> the 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 pitter patty party. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that's another uh, one.
0: I will usually yeah. try to encourage people to, like when we need to get moving. It's like pitter patter.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh you know the 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 guy who is the president of the agricultural McMurray. um yeah he
0: he's a real piece of work
1: <laughs> he complains about being uh, scottish and armenian uh at that on that episode okay cuz they said something about like everyone being irish or something and and he was talking about being scottish and armenian and I, I I laughed a little bit because uh Bill and I not only have a decent amount of Scottish ancestry, which I tend to celebrate a little bit more on the seventeenth of March, seeing as I have so very little Irish in me, yeah, but uh no Armenian however uh we Phil recently got a little more information back on his DNA test because Phil, in particular, and it's there's a little bit of it in me, a little bit of it in my mom, but really, Phil is the one that it shows. If he's especially if he's been out in the sun quite a bit, he has like a little bit of an olivey tone to his skin. Hmm. And like, unlike my dad, who goes like straight ghost to lobster, like. He will get very, very, very tan. Um, to the point that he once um, less than legally entered Brazil from Paraguay and didn't get questioned because he looked Brazilian. Hmm. anyways, <laughs> uh, he uh found out because we were like, okay, where where does this touch of tan come from? Why, why don't we burn like our dad? <laughs> uh, there is like, I don't know, a single percentage or whatever of like Greek or, uh, Serbian. Hmm. So and
0: that's just a lot of people are finding these. They, I bought <laughs> Jamie, uh, the DNA test kit ages ago and then she didn't want to do it by herself. She wanted to do it together. So I waited until there was another sale uh, we went with the 23andMe kit. Don't know if that's a good one or not, but it's whatever. It was on sale recently. People um, in my family just... have done
1: it and done Ancestry. No idea if one's yeah. So better than just the other or before not.
0: Christmas, uh, there was another sale, so I bought one for myself. So we both have one. We just haven't gotten around to doing it. I'll do it eventually, <laughs> and I'll let you know if there's any weird, surprising things. But um, as far as uh, you've gone, two seasons in, I encourage you to continue because there's still some gold to uncover. Um, but specifically, uh, the McMurrays—well, Mister and Missus McMurray. Uh, Bonnie McMurray is, of course, lovely, but uh, but Missus McMurray and McMurray are just the worst, and. Ooh. Like they're being played well. These are characters you are supposed to hate, so oh, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah,
1: you love the, to hate them for sure. The actors
0: are doing great, yes. but boy, some of the things McMurray says is just like, ooh, cringe. <laughs> He's uh, he is a piece of work.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. So yes,
0: yes. Brace yourself uh, for more <laughs> McMurry shen- shenanigans.
1: You know what? If it, I was gonna say. A, definitely an unlikable character, but well played, as you said, by the actor. And yeah. I do feel like sometimes having an unlikable character in a I show think, is kind of nice. I think kind the fact that you're supposed to
0: hate McMurray and never be on his side means the actor's doing a good job because that's exactly... <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I guess that's the other thing too, is it's not like the show is trying to get you on his side or anything. It's like, no, no, no you're just allowed to hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like... No,
0: nobody's on his side. Right. And that's, um, they just, for the most, <laughs> most recently, uh, they did an international women's day special. And again, like behind a wall of humor, cause it is like a comedy show. The show is just repeatedly very progressive, even while it's being offensive It's like I was gonna say
1: I think the probably the least progressive thing I've heard them say is when Wayne and Derry and Dan are all talking about Joe Rogan being a real nice guy, <laughs> yeah, but that That's was That's like the closest it's probably gotten,
0: yeah, but <laughs> like... that was I mean Joe Rogan's never been great, but he... He got a lot worse. Recently. This is true. Like, I have to understand. This was done... I've,
1: we're still talking like season one or two. Yes, yeah, And so- there are ten seasons out, so... Yeah. I, I will also so say that Joe this Rogan is in the of context time. of a different time. Yeah. So... Remember when everyone Some thought Cosby was a great guy? Exactly. Some things <laughs> just age like milk, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I do not hold it against the show.
0: No. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad I didn't ruin it for you with the to be fair.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, I probably will never enjoy that joke as much as I could have. And you, on your own, have not ruined that. In fact, there are other people who are much more responsible for my disdain for it. Fair um, enough. And uh, I'm sure it will come back. But I'm also glad that it seems like it's kind of probably going to take a little bit of a break from it in the show and i will continue to get lots of other yeah great little lines here and there um uh, so good
0: i don't remember yeah. which season opener it was but there is a cold open where it's like the main three sitting on a porch talking about uh beat your dick december and having to, like, jerk off, or mix a batch, as they say, uh, once on the first, twice on the second, and and a squirrely den says, and so's on, and so forth, <laughs> going forward. But then they're talking about, uh, like, okay, well, by Christmas, you gotta do, like, 25 times, and and Wayne says he can do it, and then it just it gets into his analysis of, like, how you would actually accomplish such a feat, and... It's, it's a pretty great, uh, I, since it's a cold open with nothing to do with the rest of the episode, I might just find you that clip. And then worst case, you just see it again when you get to that episode. It is pretty great. That's fair as well. Sorry?
1: Uh, that's fair as well. If you just send me the clip, uh, either that or I'll just get to it because as you can see, uh, while I'm making great progress, I still have lots of scarf to go. So that one's mine. Yes, this one is yours, and then after this one comes Jamie's. And then I believe I owe my brother a hat before continuing on more ones, probably for other Carbomb members, mm-hmm. so. Yeah.
2: We should get quotes on hats. What's yours? Ooh. Uh, Probably, how can I make this about wrestling? What's mine? <laughs> Iron Muppet.
0: Well, that's a title, not a quote. Yeah. I still want
1: somebody to oh, new website coming soon.
2: It. Chris, new website coming soon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want mine's just going to say
1: theme song on it. When yep. was the
2: last time you pointed out in an episode that that is a running gag?
1: I don't know. I, but I've I, I think I clued in like the Chris third time I was on. I, I just wait. Because yeah. it's coming soon, any day now. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I it'll want... be coming soon enough for all of us. I want,
0: uh, I want a that one picture of Matt making that weird face uh, with what's the Ariel <laughs> on a <Yeah>. shirt. <laughs> I yeah. would wear that happily and proudly.
1: Man, I would love to design some merch for you guys.
0: But it would be like up at the top, like what's the. And then the dumb face at the bottom, what's the aerial? Because there's the repeat in there. It's like, what's the what's the aerial?
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: On that note, uh, why don't we have a listen, Emily?
1: True. Three, two,
2: one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass,
0: jail pipe, tread like grease and chrome, front bumper,
1: universal bearing, aerial breaks you,
2: shock absorber.
1: What's the what's the aerial Hey Chris what's yeah. what's the what's the aerial